That sweet but expensive retail space, is it right for your gym? Chris Cooper will help you decide on this edition of Two Brain Radio. A mentor can help you run your gym, but don't take my word for it. I could be completely full of it. So today we've got a real gym owner who's going to explain why he signed up for mentorship, even though he couldn't afford it at the time. It's Two Brain Radio, and I'm your host, Mike Morkington. Please subscribe and hit like wherever you're watching or listening. Now on to my guest, Andrew Alvarado. He runs CrossFit Fairway Park in Hayward, California. That's in NorCal. Andrew is also a pitcher who was drafted by the Houston Astros in 2004. So I'm going to pepper this show with baseball references. Andrew, welcome here. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Before we get into the serious stuff, I got to know it's bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, 3 2 count. What's your strikeout pitch? Uh, I threw a spike curveball that, uh, yeah, would, would get him every time. <laughs> okay. I was going to expect a fastball, but I had a whole major league reference going there, but you got a curveball. Yeah, I like it. Yep. <laughs> All right. We'll get right on to business now. I, uh, I got a lot of questions for you as a recent graduate of on ramp into the growth stage. So you completed the ramp up program at Tulane in December. Give me some broad strokes here, like right off the top. How dramatically did your business change over the course of the ramp up? So, okay, during wrap-up, it really taught me what I'm selling. Because before, I used to think that I was trying to sell the CrossFit class, right? Like a a good time, a good vibe. And uh, they really got me to understand that I'm selling results and coaching. And that changed, like, my whole perspective on everything. Um, They also got me to to really dive into, like, individual relationships, which um, made me a lot more excited to come to the gym in, in recent time. Because like, I feel like now uh, we're actually moving towards something, right? Some goals. Um, yeah, know what I offer. Uh, and then also too, like they helped me really figure out like what I'm worth and how much I need to charge. Uh-huh, that's a big one. That was huge for me too. Huge because um, I, the whole time, like when I first started, you you want people to sign up. So then you, you just keep cutting yourself down. And I'm pretty you're left with just a gym full of people that that aren't paying what you're worth. So th- they really helped me um, with that and um, figuring out like what I'm offering too. Like that's the the big thing. Like I'm offering now personal training, group training, and then uh, nutrition coaching. And I'm able to like really dial those in. So yeah, it's been a it went by fast, but it's uh, it, it went really well for me for sure. Okay, we're going to dig into some of the details of that, but let me know how long were you in business before ramp up, and why did you choose to sign up? Especially, you didn't have the cash at the time. Why did you do that? Yeah, I, well, so okay, I, I've been in business seven years. When I started, it was I didn't even know what CrossFit was, right? So it was an opportunity, and I, I filled this spot, and I tried to make it my own, but I, I never knew what it was, and so for years I just kept doing the same thing over and over again. And then until finally, I really got some help with uh, the, 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 the coaching side, the, the class side. I, I definitely figured that out first. But then finally, like it was last year, I, I took a vacation and, um, and I just was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't afford to do this. Um, and uh, when I came back, I started making some changes on my own. Um, but it just, I never felt like I knew if I was starting in the right spot. And so, um, you know, I, I didn't have the money at the time. But I just, I told myself that I was going to do it. Like I was going to make enough. I was going to follow everything that they told me to do. I was, I don't care what it was. I was going to change it and um, I was going to earn it back. And that feeling that you get when you sign up for something that you don't have the money for, it's nothing. I've never, I've always had, I've had good parents. My wife makes good money. Never had that, right? Never had 
that, that feeling of like being starving. And that's what it gave me. It gave me that feeling of having to like to, to do this. And um, otherwise I was going to fail. And it was between failing or, or doing it. And now, you know, I just keep going. It's like every day since then it's just been so fresh. And now I can see like before, before I couldn't see the end. I just, I'd never seen what it looked like. Like it just, I never thought it was going to end. It was just always something to do. And it just never felt like it was going to end. I was so tired. And then now I'm still tired. Don't get me wrong, but I see like, uh, I see what the end looks like now. Like I can see it and I'm just getting, I'm, I'm going now. It's hard to see the horizon when your nose is to the grindstone, yep. right? You know, when you're down there pushing and I was the same way, like I, I could work those long days, teach those classes and just push. Yep. But I did, when I looked up, I didn't have a clue where I was going at times, you know, and that was important. Have you heard the Chris Cooper story about his park bench moment when he went and got a mentor and he, you know, spent his last $500 and wrote a check that would bounce? So that, yes, I heard that after I did it and I was yeah. like, me, yes, <laughs> yes, that's what happened. It's the same yeah. thing. And, but that's the entrepreneurial thing where, you know, you're, you commit to figuring it out and that's what Chris did and it, you know, it changed his life. That was his, his big moment where he made the change, asked for some help, got it, and then went on to everything else. You're kind of doing the same thing. So I'm fascinated to see kind of how this goes. So let me, let me ask you this. What was the first moment in the ramp up program where you knew that it was working for your business? Cause I imagine you were skeptical to start. You had just gambled like yeah. the money and you were maybe worried that this wasn't going to work. When did you know that it would work? Or it was working for me when I started to do the no sweat intros and then I started to learn they taught me that I'm not being a salesman isn't what I used to think it was mm -hmm. because I'm selling something that my clients want and it's just a faster way to get there and so I sat down with some C clients and I really got to know them and then um, I, I asked them to do personal training and uh, I you know it, the first time I sold it I was like man this is way too expensive they're gonna say no but they didn't. And, um, yeah, they did it. And, and then I started working with them and then they started getting better faster. So fast. I never did personal training before this. I only focus on group. Too. And I used to see people just like fade away because they're, you know, people have been here two years, can't even do a pull up. Like, Oh my God. And I helped this guy in two weeks and now he's doing strict pull ups. And, uh, it's, yeah. So I, I noticed there, uh, with obviously that, that I can do it. Once I figured out how to like really, the basics of selling, what you're selling. Um, they helped me with the pricing binder and, um, and really put that uh, in order and then give me the confidence to sell. That's when I knew that I can do this. And then I was thinking like, well, once I get it down, then it's going to be time for me to train someone else to do it. And then yeah. I see how I, I can eventually see how I'm going to step away. But right now it's definitely me right now. I'm learning how to do everything myself. Uh, I'm learning to be a salesman. I'm learning everything. And then I'm, hopefully going to pass that on. You know, that's the goal. So it sounds like, you know, you really, you first figured out what you were selling and it sounds almost silly, but I was in the exact same boat where I didn't know what I was selling. I, I you know, I was selling group classes, group CrossFit, some hand tears and some muscle ups and that kind of stuff. Right. And that's what I was selling by default without making a choice. I didn't even realize at the time that you could sell CrossFit in a personal training setting. Right. I didn't do any of that stuff. I didn't have a nutrition program, none of that stuff. So I'd even made a decision about what I was selling. And now that when I did, then you could actually start offering those programs that would help people. The thing that you mentioned, sort of the help first sales, uh, you can get Chris Cooper's book on Amazon that will tell you exactly about that. It's the idea that I'm not forcing something on someone that they, you know, something they don't want. They want it. 
right? They actually want it. And I did the same as you, where I thought all the time, like, oh, this is expensive. I wouldn't pay this, but my clients were only too happy. Did you have that experience where like your clients just said like, oh my God, this is so worth it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it's mind blowing. And it, it every time that happens, then it, it makes you the, the old feeling go away a little bit. And, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's just worked out really good for sure. Yeah. So then you also got your sales and that's one thing that we, you know, working hard and ramp up is to figure out what you're selling, figure out how to sell it. Right. So we want some quick wins in the ramp up program so you can earn that money back and start seeing those results. You learned the sales process and now you've got what we call climbing the value ladder where you're looking to now replace yourself in that role so you can go on to building other things. I'm going to get slightly ahead of myself and ask you, if you do replace yourself, what are you going to do next? Yeah, well, I don't think I've got to that point. Um, Okay, it's not a fair question because I've thrown it at you out of the blue, but I was just curious if you had a big plan. No, no, I really like coaching. I I like uh, my goal here is 75 members. I'm a really small gym. Um, and, and I really like being here with them. I I do want to be here less and uh, focus on the, the, the things like maybe doing the introduction classes. Like I really like helping the people when they're uh, just starting out Mm -hmm. getting them to kind of fall in love with fitness. Um, you know, so I, I can see myself going there. I definitely have a plan though for like in terms of my metrics, Mm -hmm. but what I'm going to do after I, I mean, I'll probably go fishing or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll join you for some fishing. That'd be great. Although I don't know about NorCal fishing. There might be some sharks down there, but uh, you mentioned metrics. Do you have any key growth met- metrics that you wouldn't mind sharing or, you know, how is your business doing post ramp up and now that you're working in our growth stage? So I'm going to get, well, so I started having conversations with people because the one thing that two brand gave me was confidence in what I'm selling. And it became really hard for me to see people that were paying a lot less in with other people that are now paying my, my, my rate. Mm -hmm. And so I started having conversations with people and then people started to leave a little bit. So, but before that happened, um, because I'm, I'm actually getting ready to, to raise my rates before that happened, I seen it was an easy two grand uh, per month for two months, just right off the top, because I started adding personal training. So you added two grand to your bottom line right off the top. Yep, because uh, because of uh, personal training and because I started doing fundamentals, which is now four hundred dollars when they come in. It's eight thirty minute sessions, and so every new person coming in has to do that. So then I got yeah, there was one day where I made it was like. A was like almost $1,100 in one day. And the most I've ever made in one day was like 350 bucks. Wow. And yeah, I know I took a picture of it, sent it to my mentor. And he was like, well, he's like, Oh, he's like, let's get you uh, every day like that. And I was like, ha ha. But he was being serious. And that's when I knew I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, let's do this. Who's your, who's your mentor? Uh, Russ uh, Francis. Yep. He's from uh, Jersey. Very cool. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I knew who was, who was giving you the right advice there. Uh, that's fascinating. So right away, you're seeing some results on these things. When you, before, were you just dropping people into group classes or what was the entry to your business before you had a ramp up or a fundamentals program? Yeah, take a, come, come take a free class, yeah. come up and just try to impress them that day. And, um, and then I would spend the whole time trying to help them because they didn't know how to squat correct. And then my other members would be left behind for sure. Yeah, we led the same life. Like I did the exact same thing. And it wasn't until I started doing the consult, you know, the prescriptive model that it really started to change. And in that model, I imagine now when you're getting new clients in the door, instead of, you know, doing that thing where you're, you know, I got to fix your squat in the middle of class, you can actually find out what they actually want and then say, hey, you're, you need nutrition and personal training. You would do better in group classes. And then it makes the sales process easier. Is that how you're, what you're finding? 
It's way easier and uh, it, it just, it's better for them to come in and do the personal training right off the bat because then some of them decide to stay or they, they definitely will add it. Like uh, the whole thing I'm push, pushing now is to do your membership and then at least one per month um, personal training so we can start working towards stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen your, and I'm, I think I know the answer, but I'll ask you anyways, have you seen your average revenue per member rise significantly as a result of these changes? Yeah, no, it's, um, I never kept track of any metrics before this. Never, man. And, uh, and now it's cool to see the, like, I know what to keep track of. I know what's important. It doesn't feel like every day is just like a cluster, you know yeah. what? Yeah. And, uh, it's never going to end. So, you know, I have, yeah, no, the, the metrics, um, are going well and it's nice to actually see it, you know? Yeah. I, I, the hybrid model that you mentioned and for listeners, that's that like personal training and nutrition plus group classes or some combination of stuff. It's a really cool way to add value. And if you think about, let's just throw out the number of like, you know, $175 for a group class or whatever it might be, add on one personal training session a month. And let's say that that 30 minute session is, I don't know, 50 bucks or whatever you want to call it. All of a sudden you've got yourself a $225 member, 225 or whatever. You add those up by the number of members you want. All of a sudden you can make a pretty good living on that. So my, my end goal is, um, cause I, I, I'm a small gym. My gym is, I can fit eight people with uh, squat racks. Yeah. And so when we get busier, we share bars and it's, so it's really, it's small. So my goal is 75 members. Once everybody, we do a two rates, 225 is the full time. And then we do 175 for three days a week, yeah. but I can see like once things fill up and then I get to the point where I can't fill anymore, we're going to move everybody to full-time members you know, we'll probably lose some, but then, you know, eventually once they become full, then I'm going to start requiring, Hey, you know, let's sign up for uh, four personal trainings per year. And then that'll turn to eight and then to 12. So my, my eventual goal is like, is going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be probably $335 per member. And, you know, there are gym owners out there when you see that, yeah. they'll be like, it's impossible. I've literally talked to two brain gym owners all over the place who have hit $300 and above. And there are shows in our archives where I've interviewed them about it. It is possible. And it's often the model, exactly what you're talking about, getting those service packages together. Some of them, of course, do it with some high ticket coaching where they're selling like super high touch $1,500 a month packages and things like that. But then there's other people that are doing it rates of like three thirty five a month, something like that based on personal training and group or just personal training and nutrition. So when you say that number, you know, if listeners are out there saying, whoa, that's crazy, it is possible. I used to think it was crazy. I, I first I went to a gym, a uh, CrossFit Hale with Jason Williams, or I don't yep. know. But, I know Jason. Yeah. So some, I went there just because I had a member who said, "Hey, this guy's got his shit together. Go talk to him. He can, might help you." And he gave me Coop's book, but he told me mm-hmm. it's like about personal training, and I was like, "Nobody." And well, he told me how much he charges at his gym. It's like two seventy five, and I was like, "Nobody's gonna pay that." Yeah. Uh, but now, four years after and seeing the changes, I can see it's just about finding the right people. Right. Like it's, and then once you find the right people, it'll be slow. Like right now, you know, we're, we're, but we have the right people here that mm-hmm. value it. And then the value of the personal training and have the, have the money. And, um, and that kind of will, will lead to more people like that. You're, you're, I'm noticing that that's happening and that's, yeah. And the cool part about your model is you've got a small space, which is, you know, I know real estate is expensive uh, in, in Silicon Valley area and so forth in NorCal, but you've got a smaller space. So your overhead is going to be lower than a gym that says, oh, I got 1,200 or 12,000 square feet or whatever it is. That's very difficult. Then you're looking, you have to have super high rates or high volume 
or some combination of that. So you're able now, and you're especially in an area, I don't know much about Hayward, I've driven past it on the way to uh, Santa Cruz a bunch of times, but you are in an area in the San Francisco Bay Area where there's some, there are some good jobs and some money floating around. You can find those clients, right? You can, but you, you project what you grew up with, right? And, you know, I wasn't always super poor, but I definitely didn't, like when I first started, I couldn't afford my service. Uh, but yeah. yes, and and they'll come. They just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the power of positive thinking, right? Put the right vibe out there, but it, it does happen. And I definitely- It's hard to get over that. I didn't believe- I was the same way. Yeah, but- You know, when you think about it, like, you know, I, I, when I was a struggling student or when I started working, I was handing out towels at a Globo gym. It can, it, and then you go to say having someone pay you $175 a month. That's a tough one. Cause I wouldn't have paid that. I was like, I was paying $29.99 to do bench press in the corner. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm really happy with everything. Um, and then I, I'm actually, uh, I've been uh, shooting videos of myself and like how things have been going, because I really believe that in like two or three years, I'm going to look back and be like, that was the moment that you decided to, to like really do it. And, uh, you know, cause I could have quit. I came to the point where I was going to sell my gym to the, to the gym down the street. Uh, and I just yeah. was going to do construction, but my wife and I were like, Nope, let's, let's, let's really try. And then it was working. I put a major league comeback in between there before you go to construction, get back on the, get back on the mound. <laughs> Um, I was going to say too, cause like my neighbor, Jim, uh, we've been friends now seven years yeah. and, uh, they have like 270 members. Uh, I think they charge like 185, but I used to want to compete with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're bigger, they got more stuff, more coaches. And it's just not, I talked to him the other day and it's just like, it's not what I'm going, like, I'm not competing with you anymore. And my gym is totally different than yours. You know, like what we're offering and how we're doing it. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's great. And like you said, you know what you sell now. And I realize that too. I sell coaching, which is worth way more than just access to a gym that has barbells and a bunch of other cool stuff. It's a completely different thing, but that mindset, uh, you know, if, if listeners are out there and they're saying, wow, this, I don't get it. That's the mindset mindset shift is that you are actually selling coaching as opposed to access or just, you know, random group classes, you are selling life coaching. And we've noticed that with a lot of gym owners, coaching now extends Yes, you're doing fitness, but it might be one-on-one. It might be group. You're doing probably some nutrition coaching in there. You're probably doing some like mindset coaching, even like habits coaching, all that stuff. Like the skill set of a coach, if you can get someone to squat and do burpees and do these horrible CrossFit workouts, you can get them to do some other stuff, right? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm finding now though that I have my seed clients that I'm spending more time to like just with them out outside the gym and going to functions. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, it's really changed everything. It's made me happy. Like, I don't feel like I work anymore. I used to feel like I had a job and I was like, damn, I got to go. I'm tired. And now it's, uh, it's not like that. Ah, that's music to my ears. Uh, do you have any other metrics uh, that we didn't cover? And if you don't, let me ask you about the metric that you would be targeting to improve next. So I, I don't, I keep track of leads now. And um, so for me, um, I, I did last month only 10. So like I said, I don't do a, a whole ton of volume, but um, I'm keeping track of uh, the, the closes now. So I, I do pretty good. I'm about 50% of my, uh, nice. of whenever I book something, they come in. Um, and I would say my, uh, my goal is, t- is to get 10 new members per, per month. That's always like a goal of mine. Um, but I'm not also to doing any advertising right now. My mentor and I just decided that we want to focus on trying to change the important stuff first. And then when I can handle it, I'll, I'll try to get, you know, some ads out there. 
Yeah, because the last thing you want to do is acquire people when you're not ready for it and then lose them right away because you made some mistakes. So what what are the things, the I guess we'll call them the fundamentals or the foundational stuff that you're working on? What is the big stuff you're doing right now with your mentor? The roles and tasks, um, separating that and then coming up with a, the playbook. Yeah. And then he wants me, um, I have two, I'm, the way I had to do it, I had to let go of some people for, for coaching, uh, you know, because uh, I'm doing the four nights model. And, um, and yeah, so we have member members that are becoming coaches and we're in the process of training them right now. And so uh, that's, that's really big. And then also um, getting them to like fill out the evaluate, uh, the evaluation sheets and um, the, uh, the, the contract, basically the terms of agreement things. Uh, so I'm meeting with him next week and then we'll, we'll have that done and then we'll, he'll give me another focus. So going forward, how does mentorship figure into your plan? Like, are you seeing like when you talk to Russell, does he give you like a clear, okay, hit this, hit this, hit this, talk to me, meet and message me when it's done and let's go forward. Like how is mentorship going to guide you for the next, let's say three to six months? So for me, I thought about that question when you wrote it in the email. And so with, with me, I just, I want to make him proud because I see him, I follow him and I see his gyms and I see his members. The other day he had a birthday and his members just wrote this awesome little thing for him. And it's like, he has people that love him that want to work for him. And that's like what I want. So for more than anything, I want to make him proud. And my goal is to be able to afford, uh, to be able to take a trip out there. And so, uh, yeah, that's, so that's just on me. Like, but in terms of, he just holds you accountable. Like when you have somebody that is, you tell that you're going to do something, you, you do it. And I just, it's as simple as that. It's just like accountability coaching with the nutrition, you know, it's not about the diet. It's about them following through. And so um, I just, yeah, I don't see it ending. I, I would, I would love to keep going and I don't have any plans to stop for sure. And that's really what it's, what it's set up for is that when Chris originally set up his, his program, uh, he had like a video course kind of thing people could do on their own. And you know, it had great content, but people weren't doing the work and weren't getting the results. Chris ripped the whole thing apart, put it back together and focused on mentorship because that one-on-one relationship makes you want to do something. Like if I told you, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to email you when I'm done, I need to do it or I'm letting you down, you know, and that's the whole principle is that you need to find ways to take action. So sometimes our mentors, they know all this business stuff, but it's not necessarily about the business stuff. It's about helping someone take a step and it might be overcoming fear or not knowing what to do or any of that different stuff because they just give you motivation. So, you know, for you, is it like, do they, is it the accountability or is it the knowledge that you find more important? Which one would you prioritize? Right now, knowledge for sure, because yeah. uh, I didn't have any. And uh, so like, he, like, we're using a software for social media. He's helped me like figure out how to use that stuff. That's made my time so much yeah. easier. Um, and then it's just nice to know that like, I have, if I have questions, I, I ask them. Um, so that in the beginning, but now that, you know, it's, um, we're moving on, it's more about the accountability and like having him there if I need it, because that's the thing we, I think we often doubt ourselves yeah. and then we just don't do anything. So I would just be frozen in fear and then just keep doing the same thing every day. But now it's like, oh, okay, let's talk to him and then let's see how he feels. And he always gives me a choice. You know, it's my choice, but uh, he, he lets me know, you know, the, what he would do basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy. I remember when I was overwhelmed in the gym, it was easy to just say, I'm going to fix those barbells or I'm going to change these lights or I'm going to do this, you know, quote unquote grunt work that like, 
basically was me avoiding the big thing, right? Like I didn't want to raise my rates. So I thought, well, I'll just work harder and make the facility cleaner. And that didn't fix anything. I, you know, things were okay, but it didn't fix the problem. It wasn't until we had a mentor and we're, we did that. We did that rate increase that you're planning. Uh, things like that made a huge difference far more than, you know, how clean the squat rack was and things like that. So it was really for that, for me, it was taking those big steps. I'll ask you this. Uh, as we close this out, people out there who are thinking about mentorship or are nervous about it or like, look at the price, like, ah, what would you say to those people who are thinking about it? Well, I mean, since I did it my way, I would, I would say, uh, I would say, well, here's the thing. It, you have to be ready. Yeah. And if you're ready, you'll know it. But if you're really like, eh, you're, you know, like, I, I don't think you're ready. You, you, you'll know if you're ready, you're ready. And um, I, I would, I would go for it. That's, I mean, I would, I would do it hundred percent do it. Yeah. If you're not ready and we, we actually like, we understand like as, as a team of mentors yeah. that some people aren't ready. Cause if you're not ready to do the work and it is work, right? Like the ramp up was not, you know, easy, quote unquote, you had a lot of stuff. You had to rip your business apart. Think of your vision, like put things back together. And it's like, you really had some long nights where you had to sit there and do some work and think and really plan. Not easy. If you're not ready to make those changes or list to someone, you shouldn't sign up for membership. No, I, for those yeah. guys, go no, ahead. No, I was gonna say, but then if if you are and you you don't know like where to start, like this is this is your this is your answer. This is it. This is how you this yeah. is how you're gonna do it. And if you're at that point where you aren't ready to start out there, I'll tell you, go to the free tools section on tubebrainbusiness.com, get those free tools, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to this podcast, because we crank out tons and tons of free information that will get you ready. And honestly, Chris has decided to put out this much info because he wants you to make the money that you could then use to pay for mentorship. Uh, and the final part of that, join the Gym Owners United group on Facebook. We give out free guides out there every week on important topics. So tons and tons of options. And then when you're ready, give us a call. Andrew, I, uh, I can't wait to see what you accomplish. I want to see you get to 75 members with like 200, $300, you know, $300 average revenue per member. And then uh, we'll talk again. How does that sound? That sounds great. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, I really appreciate your time and advice. That was Andrew Alvarado on Two Brain Radio. I'm your host, Mike Workington. I'm all about telling the stories of amazing gym owners. Please subscribe for more episodes. And if you're on YouTube, hammer that like button too. Now, here's Two Brain founder, Chris Cooper with a final word. Two Brain Radio airs twice a week and features all the info you need to run a successful fitness business. Subscribe so you don't miss a show. Now, here's Coop one more time. Thanks for listening to Two Brain Radio. If you aren't in the Gym Owners United group on Facebook, this is my personal invitation to join. It's the only public Facebook group that I participate in, and I'm in there all the time with tips, tactics, and free resources. I'd love to network with you and help you grow your business. Join Gym Owners United on Facebook. 